0: Hello, welcome to a live episode of Beer and a Movie. This is our very first live episode, so I wanted to take a second to acknowledge that and acknowledge some of the uh, speed bumps that we came across. The first few minutes of this recording are going to sound a little bit harsh, but do not give up on the episode so quickly. It is going to even out pretty quickly, and um, So, hang in there with us. This is the first time that we've ever done a live podcast and recorded it. So, it was a learning experience, but we had a really good time at the third annual brewery festival. And we hope that you enjoy our talk on smoking the bandit and strange brew coming up. a podcast where we talk about two of the greatest art forms known to humanity, beer and movies, sometimes achieving outstanding pairings, and other times giving ourselves the chance to watch the terrible taste of failure from our mouths. Uh, I am your co-host, Carlos Cooper, with me as always.
1: Dave Gurney. Joe Hilliard.
2: And Ethan Thompson. All right. Um, Thank you. Something seems
3: different. There's an audience today. There is an audience. Where are we? We're live and direct. We are recording this podcast live. It's our very first time to do so from the Corpus Christi, 3rd Annual Brewery Festival, I'll say that again, the 3rd Annual Corpus Christi Brewery Festival. We are on downtown, beautiful Bayfront of Corpus Christi with, uh, I guess we'll get into the breweries here in just a little bit, but our thanks to the organizers of the 3rd Annual Corpus Christi Brewery Festival. Thank you for having us. Now, before the podcast started, we were given six glasses and decided to choose. Three of us went out with two glasses each to pick the beers for today. Carlos, each of us has selected one beer for this discussion from all the beers available, plenty of breweries, four from Corpus Christi, and many from elsewhere across Texas. Yes, that's correct. So, Carlos, what did you pick from all of the bounty?
0: Well, as anyone that listens to this podcast knows, or that knows me, I am uh, what experts call a slave to the haze. (laughs) And so that means that I had to go hazy, which I did do. Let's go hazy. Uh, So I... I went over to Lorelai and grabbed the Manatus IPA. It's a new England IPA. Uh, it's a little juicier, a little citrusy, uh, as opposed to your hoppy, bitter, underwhelming, normal-style West Coast IPA, as most people are familiar. So that's what that's what I did. Right. What would you do,
1: Dave? Uh, so, so I went and visited our good pals at uh, Rebel Toad, and I picked up one of their newer offerings, or at least new to me, something I haven't had before, and that is their German lager um kind of probably on the lighter end i didn't get the exact abv but i'm going to guess it's probably around five percent which which to you means it's not even beer
0: well if it's under five
1: right that's, oh, under that's five. if it's okay, under well, five that's just
2: water
0: we'll
1: check with hector after
2: and make but sure but uh, still qualified. i think it's
0: five four so he just he just passed water okay good good with good,
3: that good. One. He oh, i took water a, <laughs> i took a different approach i walked up to one of our local breweries lazy beach and said, which beer would you like for us to talk about? They selected the breakfast brown. It's a brown ale with vanilla, lactose, sugar, Ooh. cinnamon, and uh, they use a local coffee green light, lo- some local coffee to round out their brown ale. And, Carlos, you'll be happy. You'll be almost happy. It's 5.6. <laughs>
0: We're over that five threshold that you hold so dear. Just got there. Yeah. Just got there. Right on. So what do we... Uh, Okay, so we're going to drink these, Yeah, right? we're definitely
1: we're going to sip on yeah. all these, uh, you know, kind of enjoying ourselves. I recommend you start with the lager. I always like to go light to darker, heavier. Nope. No, not at all. You nope. won't listen to me ever. Okay. No. You didn't when you were my student. You don't now. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, but now that we do have some beer in our cups, uh, we we are going to do uh, the inevitable, and that is talk about some films. And this episode, we having this be our first live episode, having it be at the brewery festival, we thought the best thing that we could possibly do would be to talk about beer in movies, which we really haven't done on the podcast uh, before now. And so we've picked a couple classics, um, and the first one... That I think things are coming out right now. We, yeah, what, is this like a it? mystery fourth beer? That I we're just yeah, at?
3: I, I brought a beer uh, to 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 enjoy because uh, it only makes sense if you're going to talk about smoking the bandit that you bring along a little coors. Oh really? I might be breaking a rule. I'm sorry if I am.
1: Our apologies to TA. So this
3: is classic. Cool uh, Coors golden banquet beer in the 12 ounce ounce stubby bottles. Now why do we want to talk about Coors, David? Well, for those who
1: aren't familiar, the 1977 film Smokey and the Bandit, the the basic premise here that we're talking about is there is a bet made at the beginning of this film uh, to have in 28 hours a truckload of Coors beer brought from Texarkana, Texas all the way back to Atlanta, Georgia, so that big Enos Burdett <laughs> can, uh, can, can uh, satisfactorily celebrate the win of his racer, right? He's, he's, he's funded a race car driver. Anyway, it, that, that's a small that part of the
0: plot that was a disturbing uh series of consonants and syllables you just, is big <laughs> enus supposed to big enus and little enus is that yeah what is uh, and then oh man that yeah. that, that that's upsetting i'm the, upset the naming by yes, of the, the characters yeah. yeah i didn't I, I had never actually spoken them aloud myself until <laughs> just now and it, I, I, I am very uncomfortable yeah right
1: you're, there's well, a lot you're, of people around you're you're kind of making me uncomfortable but maybe not in the same way
0: uh, oh,
1: but interesting so so the, th- this bet is made, and of course the bet is taken by Bo, the bandit, Darville, uh, who is played by Burt Reynolds. At the, the height g-
2: of his powers. The late, great yes. Burt Reynolds. May we have a moment of silence.
1: <laughs>
0: or at least a <laughs> moment a to sip on, on the ground. Yeah, Yes, right. Sip, I'm of not Coors. close enough to the ground to pour Ooh. one out.
1: Um, so yes, Burt Reynolds at the height of his uh, film celebrity uh, in 1977. Heartthrobness. Peak right. mustache. Peak mustache. Uh, so, yeah, he, he, of course, gets some of the money fronted to him, picks up a Trans Am, gets out on the road with his pal, uh, the snowman, Cletus, played by none other than a country music legend, Jerry, Jerry Reed. Reed. I'm looking at you, David Ritchie. <laughs> uh, he has no love for Reed. That's uh, yeah, just a little bit of love.
0: You got no it. No love. Some, none? none? I'm here to take David Ritchie's side. <laughs> So, um,
1: so anyhow, then the rest of the movie is kind of a crazy action comedy, crazy action comedy where we have, uh, you know, the bandit and the snowman out on the road, they pick up a hitchhiker, well, the bandit picks up a hitchhiker, yeah. and, uh, and that puts them Smoky on... Smokey hot on his tail. Well, that puts him on the uh, radar of that smokiest of smokies, yes. Buford T. Justice, played by the inimitable Jackie Gleason in one of his finest film roles. Mm. So mm. I've already, I think I've already you showed my thing. cards. I've used so many superlatives at this point. I mean, th- this is clearly a film that I have great affection for. Tell us. Um,
0: there, okay, just just before we really dive into it, there is going to be a moment where somebody yells through a megaphone, and there is loud noises made as the 0.5k beer run kicks off. is okay. that, a, is that it, happening? It, it is. we are about five yeah, minutes it's away it's from in that. In fact, That's we're at thing. the start line. You, you, we're you at the start line. What? You can't you can't spill more than a, a what it looks like six. A sixth of the beer, maybe an eighth of it. Uh, so that it's going to take a lot of uh, skill, a lot of agility, a lot of very stable uh, hand-eye be- coordination. They look like
2: they've been working out.
0: They have These been. They they've been training like- for for months now. These are serious uh, competitors. They are okay. But back to smoking the band before that happens. Bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, hot take. Bad movie. Woo! If you were
2: born.
1: After the 1970s, you're not allowed to talk about this. Well, movie. that's, I mean, honestly, uh, Well, it's I
0: was and I am. Can't stop
1: me. <laughs> it, it is impossible for me to separate this film from the nostalgia that it, uh, it arouses I in think, me. I think <laughs> the band is
0: motorcycle. here right
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> here he is. <laughs> <laughs> take it back,
0: Carlos. Bandit. Take uh, it yeah. back. They're, They're coming are. to get us. They came
3: that's to great. ruin my audio. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, so, Carlos, you said in a text Just message, straight up I can't I'm mad believe at, I'm you, mad at you for making me watch this. I'm mad at all of you this. for
0: making me sit through this. I, okay, so I, so I, you'd never seen it before? I had seen it, but I don't know, It's was 10, 11? That's I, the right age. I, 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 th- you know, I probably thought at that point, had the, had the movies come out, I would have thought Transformers was a good movie or something terrible like that. I didn't have any taste or know anything about anything. And I was like, yeah, that was fun. There were some cars that did jumps and crashed or whatever. Um, <laughs> but... Bad, bad movie, bad plot, bad acting. Do you understand uh, why, or can you I don't, think about why, why it
3: would have been the second gro- highest grossing film of 1977, movie, only behind, Star, only behind Wars. This, Star Wars? This
0: movie, adjusted to inflation, made $1.25 billion, <laughs> and there is absolutely no world in which I understand that figure behind And that
3: could film. be the case. That could be the case, Carlos, is that there is no world that you for T. us this is the,
0: one of the worst characters in film I've ever oh, seen. Oh man. Okay, Jackie so okay,
3: so let, let us Fantastic. let us guys that, that are a little older talk about why we. do Nobody love talks it. like that.
0: Not a real person. <laughs> well, that's not that's a real Jackie Gleason. But it's an action. That comedy. name doesn't we mean don't... anything
3: to me. Oh. Right. I, mean, whoa, I, whoa, I, I know whoa, the name, oh, but oh, I
0: have no attachment to like, it. This is like media
1: historian uh, trash talk here. That you're like that doesn't mean Jackie Gleason. Okay, but let's talk about. Let's talk about.
3: Burt Reynolds was at the height of his powers. Jackie Gleason, of course, from the honeymooners. Not the height of his powers, But but a a name that would probably get some um, people into the theater, uh, see what older Jackie Gleason is up to. Then what are we doing? We're delivering to an audience something that, like Star Wars, they kind of haven't seen, a (laughs) car-fueled... largely I improvised... I think any comparison
1: you're trying no. to make... To, I mean, I understand they were released in the same year, but there's nothing I have to, that I'm going to to
3: There's nothing... Sim- but but I, I was talking about that th- 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 these two films were the highest-grossing films of right, that year. Right, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So And created two sequels. I mean, like, the popularity of this film again. to create two sequels... Right, so a trilogy. And a then legit. a whole other franchise, <laughs> Cannonball Run, which is, you know, Smoking the Bandit in a different...
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, there, there were a lot... There were films like this before, but they were cheap exploitation films. They were... Distributed primarily through the South, and well, and Southern this was, audiences. This was a
1: cheaply made, film. cheaply
2: made, yeah, but four not, million. This I believe. was a big studio release. Okay, right? Yeah. big star. I have also. the opposite
3: take course. I just want to go on the record. Okay. I enjoyed watching this so much when we watched it in preparation yeah. for this yeah. podcast. I hadn't watched it since I saw it on HBO back when HBO was one channel uh-huh. back in the day. Yeah, right now, it's when like it was 17. on every on re- every on five repeat, hours, yeah. you saw Smokey and the Bandit. Okay. I don't remember the film. I, I didn't. I remembered it but I, I was able to i i enjoyed the experience so so much the improvised dialogue the charm of the all of the people involved in making the movie the simple e- economic i'll even say economic plot that makes all of this n- let's face it nonsense mm-hmm. nonsense it's it is oh, thank it's, you it's finally Somebody says, something. but it's fun nonsense and it's yes. 70s nonsense it's, and yes. there's fast cars and cars after cars after cars okay. getting trashed. I've, I've, got got I've got only more, to to I've got no, only two more I've got only two more things
0: to say about this movie. Then you guys can love it all you want. One, uh, none of the car anything in this movie holds a, like it's it doesn't compare. Oh, oh crap! Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> no, no, hold on. I'll let him do the thing. They, okay, so there is not a single part of this film that holds up any. Where to the Blues Brothers original car chases at all of the well, two that, films that I would say later. the Blues Brothers was, yeah, is only three a, years later and is then a finer film is a finer film and then two why on earth would I spend time watching Smokey and the Bandit when I have eight count them eight Fast and Furious movies to watch oh.
1: <laughs> well there somebody please you, uh, you somebody culture. please tell me
3: well because maybe one doesn't exist without the former see now and uh, it, that I will give a credit for now and I'm I done. think
1: w- part of what I love about seeing Smokey and the Bandit again after all these years is the practical stunts, right? I mean, Fast and Furious, there's some practical stunt work that's in there, but a lot of it is CGI, right? A lot of what they're sure. doing, you can't actually pull off. Right. Everything in Smokey and the Bandit, they had to do it live. Like, we're doing it right now. <laughs> like, we're doing it right now.
0: I do respect that. Yeah. I respect practical practical so, effects.
1: And the, the director, you know this, right? Hal Needham. This was his first film as director. Of Rad fame? Of Rad fame. That's mm-hmm. right. But second episode where we've uh, mentioned Rad. Yeah. Thank you. We'll, we'll keep that up.
0: It's the new Sahara. <laughs> for long-time for long listeners, that's a deep cut.
1: So, but you have Hal Needham gets this stupid idea, writes a script, gets his buddy, Burt Reynolds, to, to go in on it. They get $4 million to do it. I mean, the making of this film should be a film. I want to see the film of Hal Needham, the stuntman, ascending the ranks right. to become a director well, is this his first? of his own
2: film. It is. Okay. I, I understand Carlos's reaction to it. When I The first time I rewatched it a few years ago, I didn't quite have as warm of experience as, as Joe did, but I, I, I realized, it is truly. It is a 1970s movie, not, not a 1980s movie. It was so associated that that was when I saw it. Mm-hmm. But Burt Reynolds, sweet bell bottoms and his shirt and everything else. But um, I watching it this time, I fell asleep in the middle of it. But so I co- did I. But I, I, I could not believe. I could not believe how Jackie Gleason, he was not phoning this
0: in. He no. gave this thing. Oh, fully committed. He, ge- committed, he was yeah.
1: fully committed. Oh, and some of those li- I mean, most of oh, the dialogue is improvised. Right. And he's and some of those lines. That, 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 yeah. that I
3: didn't know, and it explains so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It was very Curb Your Enthusiasm. We need the car to get from here to there, and in the meantime, say something funny. Right. And they relied on the chemistry of everybody to yeah. do so. And yeah. I think they pull it off for a look-back-in-time, time-capsule film, this you know, it, the Godfather was made five years prior. You look at it and you don't, you don't think that it was Very made similar. in the seventies. They, but this is clearly seven. <laughs> the CB radio, what is that? Anyone well, watching go, it would, right? okay, would, would, no, would not I mean, know the answer. To that high school question. kids still have CB radios in their trucks. Like
1: right, that's but still I'm saying a thing. But this was the beginning of that CB craze. That, that was like, was like those there was the, but the song phone. Convoy, right? right? C- yeah. Before CW McCall, and later the movie Convoy by Sam Peckinpah got nothing are we about to get the kickoff here is it i don't know this seems like there's way
2: too more instructions that are necessary
0: yeah okay we can edit that out
2: all right
1: (laughs) all right so we'll fix it so anyhow i mean i think i think it's interesting it is a time capsule of a film right it's this particular moment cb craze which it was kind of capitalizing on and actually helped extend sure you know i mean that 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 kind these guys thing.
3: are having so much fun. I want to see B2. All
1: these other films, right? Every Which Way But Lose. Oh, yeah. That Clint Eastwood, which somebody was telling me off uh, mic that it was actually uh, offered put, to, put out Reynolds. to Reynolds yeah. first, and that he kind of now. I'm already I, I, doing enough of these films. Right. You can, yeah. Let Clint have this one. Sure. Um,
3: and Clint went for
1: it. Yeah. And then obviously. Uh, BJ and the Bear, right? Was that On the television? Uh, television? Dukes of Hazard. And I think, even more importantly, Dukes oh, yeah. of Hazard. Right, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't have Dukes of Hazard from, without this, right. which might actually be a good argument for why this film isn't a good thing. But anyway. <laughs> nah, I know. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's a classic. But again, with beer at its center, it also has that kind of. I don't know. There's a very 70s feel to how. How precious a commodity Coors was. Right, right, like, right. There was this sort of interstate.
3: You're welcome uh, for me bringing this yeah. today. That, this and precious thank you. commodity. And I, I
0: think I think that's the part that really loses it for me is Coors being a commodity is unfathomable. Like,
3: it- oh, well, now you
0: have to go back in time. Well, this well is, I know I wasn't none so of
3: what we're doing today so exists. Craft beer. Yeah.
0: Well, I get it. I understand, but it's it's terrible. <laughs> Oh, okay, are,
3: we, are we skipping forward <laughs> to uh, the beer impression? <laughs> I mean, no, we we did open up some no. beers, and uh, one of them was a Coors, as final depicted thoughts. in the uh, in the film. Yeah. Okay. So, your final thoughts on Coors? Oh, I don't. You don't have yeah. any thoughts on Coors? I don't really have any. You thoughts subjected on this us beer to this, but have no. No, no, thoughts. no. This was just. This was just. It's a stunt. It's a stunt. This is it a, was stunt. a stunt. Okay. Yeah. This is a stunt Sorry film. How. This is a. Call stunt me how need needham.
0: Okay. Uh, so, uh, David, final thoughts on the film? What'd you think?
1: My final thoughts is it's impossible for me to separate this from the nostalgia I feel okay. when I'm watching it. I, I, But I enjoy the experience. I will watch it again. It was my dad's favorite film. May sure. he rest in peace. Right. I think that, yeah. you know, it's just impossible for me not to uh, think of my childhood when I, I see this, this film. It's interesting to hear that it was made the
2: second most money only to Star Wars. Because I realized watching it again that this was like such a huge part of my childhood. Uh-huh. Star Wars and Smokey and the Bandit. Those are the two things. Right. Like you were always playing Star Wars, or you had your little Firebird Trans Am car to play with all the time. So I don't know if was that the same for you. Like we're about did you the have same a Hot age? Wheels, a Matchbox? Yeah. I'm sure
3: that I did. I yeah. don't, but I, yeah, I was too busy with my Star Wars figures to concentrate on the smoking and the bandit part of it.
2: What about Sally Field? No one said anything about Sally Field. <laughs> one of our greatest like, actresses, yeah. 70 Sally Field.
3: She was fine. Gorgeous. Yeah, what a babe. No, she's, no
1: idea. She's got incredible charisma. Oh, yeah. I mean really? that that role would not have worked. If sure. you didn't have an actress of right. her caliber. Yeah. The, the
3: kind of woman you want to did take good. down to a did creek good. in the middle of nowhere and take <laughs> off your cowboy hat. <laughs> this is a family-friendly yeah. uh, I hate it happened in the film. It, sh- it, it did. sure did. So yeah. I would
2: just say really quickly. There's only I'll one
1: up. thing he takes his hat off for. Uh-huh. That's yeah. right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So, the beer, uh, the beer the here, here that we've sucks. been drinking. <laughs> I don't know actually. No, it
3: what is the occasion okay, David in your life that okay, you going go buy David a six can pack find of this the on good in everything? How did you feel?
1: I, th- to me, I, I I appreciate these old throwback bottles. I do, too. I do, I do like it. So, aesthetically, I find it pleasing.
3: I sure, like th- it. Sure, but what's in the bottle is I've had occasions at ballparks and that kind of thing where yeah, you're going to no go choice. to a Coors because go. I'm going to do that instead of the Coors Light if I'm going to even enjoy it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I mean
2: the only other
1: choice is Coors like. Light. I'm not going to try to mount some real full-throated defense yeah. of this being a that's great what, beer. That's what I was
3: expecting. Yeah.
1: But... Again, it's like Who the would? nostalgia thing. No one's okay. going to Again, but, uh, but drinking these other ones, yeah, the, let's the start... rebel toad lager. Okay. Let's, we'll start let will start that with that, that. Okay. Love it. I mean, I really do. It's a nice crisp lager. Crispy it's, Boys. Yes. 2019. Crispy. Uh it's got that real nice finish, a little grassy note there. I mean it kinda it's I'm going to be drinking this a lot if they keep it on tap all summer.
3: Yeah, Rebel Toad uh, continues to kind of up their game here What's at up, the Hector? Corpus Christi local scene. They, they they do better and better work every single year, and I'm glad you chose. Did you choose this one, David? I did. Thank you. Uh, you're right. Crisp, clean, definition lager. You could drink a couple of these easily. Yeah. What do you think, Carlos? <laughs> Good beer. I I loved
2: Coors when I was 18 years old.
1: <laughs> you loved Not
2: Coors? Not so much Simpson. Okay, was, But there was a time and a place. There yeah. was. So if, if I had a time machine... Maybe I would choose it over the other.
1: Okay. Um, Well, then moving on. Next one Lazy Beach the The breakfast brown, I'm impressed by. I it. am
3: actually. The I lazy Lazy Beach does a few mass distributed beers, and then they do their, one-off yes. of one, this this one, of their one off beers. I'm always kind of pleasantly surprised with it. This is a one off. This is only available at their tap room. You're oh, not going to get this uh, on tap. Anytime Corey. Soon. If
1: you can hear us, uh, maybe maybe consider getting this one in the rotation.
3: Hey, for, uh, uh, Corey,
0: Reds. can you set aside a keg for me, please? <laughs> yeah. a-
3: and and for that in that brown with the the notes that they described to me, the vanilla, the you you cinnamon. You have to say
0: ale after brown. It sounds
3: weird. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> it's a family-friendly thing. The breakfast brown ale. Hi. Okay. Uh, you, you can taste notes of each of those. Yeah, they, they did a good job with this one, and I look forward to Absolutely. drinking. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely, enjoyed it a lot. It nice is- mouthfeel with the lactose. You can definitely. It yep. has like some good body
0: to
3: it. Right. It's one of the best beer words. And Carlos, you brought the Lorelei Manatus, I think. Lorelei Manatus, yeah.
0: It's good beer. It I is. mean, they've been doing it for a long time. They do it the same every time. It's it's uh, you know at a at a microbrewery level, it's hard to make the same batch twice. Right. Um, it seems get, like there's so many variables, but they do. I could do. be wrong,
1: but I feel like this time I'm getting a little bit more of a. It's a little greener.
0: Yeah, but just barely. I mean,
1: not and not in a bad way. It's it's just a little more uh, dank. In, it, in, no. In some okay.
0: Sense. I'm glad you said that because I picked my glass up to to take like the one of the final sips uh-huh. and i and i mean i got the dankest smell from okay. the nose yeah, like yeah. it really really hit me hard and kind of honestly caught me off guard a little bit and i kind of did a did a a double take you know um, but yeah all around
3: all local all solid you know, it's funny that uh, the plot of a movie rests in archaic kind of beer practices. The whole thing was that Coors wasn't available east of the Mississippi River, so this was a real thing. Presidents of the United States hoarded Coors in the White House because Coors was unavailable. The, and that's just the first of weird the archaic the liquor laws and beer laws that uh, even still exist today. Ethan, I know that you have a real strong opinion about this. I do. You know,
2: I have a... An interest in the weird and archaic—it's one of my favorite things, actually. And uh, I try to make my life as weird and archaic as I can. But you know, being a beer drinker, you do very quickly have to become accustomed to the, these weird rules, right?
3: right. Yeah. Um, my favorite in Texas is you can't buy beer on Sunday before noon. Oh my can't god! Can't buy.
2: However, do you—if you, you are—if uh, you are at for on-premise consumption, do you know what time you may get? You may order a beer. At like a restaurant or something. Yeah, ten a.m. But you gotta have food if you're serving if food. You have food. That's
3: true. Right. I've actually that's we, we I've ran had into the that experience. with the World
0: Cup watch party at Tapology. Right,
3: right, but uh, Sunday so they brought food. is the special right. day where. Well, Sunday clearly, we should day. not be drinking before well, noon. Well, Sunday Sunday's is the a Lord, special day.
2: Monday through Saturday, no problem. And you also learned very quickly in Why Texas. Why don't they of just course. serve
1: beer in church? Wouldn't that like eliminate? Well, there are rules I mean, against yeah. some
2: specific things like that, actually. But um, you know, one of the other rules that you learn very quickly, right, in Texas, is you can buy beer off premise until midnight every day of the week, except on Saturday. Right, it's you late. Get an extra hour on Saturday. Yeah. So technically, you can't have extra hour on Sunday. Up. To 1 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break and come back with a game.
2: Yes, we are.
0: All right, when we return momentarily.
3: Let's do our next segment. Thank you guys for being out here. You're watching a live recording of a podcast that we do weekly called Does "Beer and the know the movie? What a Movie." Is say it again. Does everyone know what a podcast is? What's it's a like, pod- What is it?
0: It's like radio on the
3: internet. There you go. You go to the internet. Because nobody f-
0: likes radio anymore, so they put the radio on the internet so that people would like it again. Okay.
2: They is ought to working? invent something you can don't carry know. around with you and listen to them on.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, oh, I just use my CB. If only you yeah. could listen to podcasts on the go. I that could would download be it right. to Let's my iPod. Pod, board, if you could do that. Uh, so before we get into our next beer and movie, as the title of the podcast was would, su- would suggest, um, Game Master Ethan Thompson has. Uh, game game yeah, master. I do. I
2: do. So these the laws uh, that restrict uh, beer and liquor consumption on Sunday are known as blue laws, and so this game is called. Blue law or baloney. All right, listen Blue up. Blue law or
1: baloney, Blue folks. law or baloney. Is
2: this a
3: real law? We censored it. Or baloney. Or baloney.
1: Right. Is, is this a law that's on the books somewhere or has been on the books? Or is it one that our right, game master right. has fabricated out of
2: nothing? This is true. And there's some weird laws out there. So to make it easier, we're going to alternate here. And I'm going to tell you something that's very weird and archaic yet true. And then follow up with one that you'll have to guess whether or not that's true. Okay. Or Bring baloney. It bring it all right so uh, we'll start out with in Texas regardless what day of the week it is liquor stores cannot be open on Thanksgiving New Year's Day or Christmas that is true now if New Year's or Christmas falls on Sunday is it true that they cannot be open on
3: Monday If, if, if those holidays fall on a Sunday
2: if Christmas is on a Sunday a liquor store can't be open on Monday
3: I'm gonna say that's false I'm
0: gonna say that's true I think it's true it's true yeah, really? really? Got him. Yes, that's okay. true.
2: Okay. All right, here's another Texas follow up, and then we'll go to some other states. Okay. All right. In Texas, it is illegal to drink more than three sips of beer from a bottle while standing.
3: <laughs> that's a true law. No, <laughs> that's a lie. It's Joe, a
2: joke.
0: Thank idea. God. Come on. All that's right. Stupid. I've I've broken that law many times today. <laughs> Apparently,
1: though, Dave was telling me this is a wide. It is. Wide it's legal actually if you look at if you look that one up online, there are several websites articles that have been written over the years where people have made that claim that if you're in a bar and you're drinking beer out of a bottle, you can only take three sips while standing before it becomes an illegal activity. You have to be sitting down. Huh. All right.
3: Uh, we'll, God, let's thank God for these laws that keep us safe. I know. Well, <laughs> for
1: example, we this
2: is a, a true law. In Alaska, it's illegal to give beer to a moose.
1: Is that what? What does the crowd think? Is that a is that a true one? Oh, I'm telling you, it's true. He
2: says true. It's oh, that's that's false one. Absolutely okay. true. All right. Here's the follow. In Ohio, it's illegal to give beer to a fish.
1: What do we think, crowd? Beer to fish? Is that it's okay? It's true. It's
0: true. False. No, it's true. What?
2: Ohio beer cannot uh, Ohio fish not allowed to have beer It's absolutely the truth It's a travesty Well the one thing you'll find too is you know with uh, People breaking the law the states try to educate Them to do better you know Mm -hmm. Want the kids to be better Growing up so educate them so uh, This is true in Hawaii If a minor gets a DUI Their parent or guardian Has to go to an educational Alcohol abuse class That exists now Yes So my question is, in Arkansas, if you are between the ages of 18 and 21, you have to write a themed essay on alcohol.
3: If like a, a cop yes. catching you? If they do
1: that, out there, that they're making, in Arkansas, are Yes, you have to write an essay if you get caught. You have to write an essay and turn it As into As a minor drinking alcohol, yes. you have to write a themed essay. That, yes. would have, that would have taught me. If the government is getting themed essays about beer out of uh, youngins. Do you think I'm so? I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's
0: absolutely, absolutely true. Someone oh right. All true. Go yeah. go so Arkansas. Someone needs to publish a book of collected essays. Kind of <laughs> kind of like the uh like like the song poetry things, right? I think yes, that's something we poems, could do. Yeah. I
2: think that is some merch that absolutely, maybe we could yeah. accomplish. Here. The
0: beer in
1: a movie <laughs> compendium in the movie, of beer and the movie essays Arkansas by Arkansas D- minors. UI minor essay. I think that collection. is a great idea. I wonder I wonder if they have to like do they dictate what the the conclusion has to be. I mean, could it be like beer is wonderful? I mean, does it or matter
0: what beers they talk about? Yeah, I'd like we'll we'll to look into that. In yeah. it,
1: it strikes me that we could do
2: like we could be, It could be essays for your film studies classes, right. <laughs> Or getting busted for beer. Yeah, there you go. Either case, right? All right. Uh, next up, uh, this is true. In Colorado, it is illegal to ride a horse while drunk. Okay,
0: that it makes sense. To sure, be on a horse. Yeah, all right.
2: So um, now, if that's true. Is it true that you can get a DUI if you're found to be riding a horse while drunk? Of course you can. I think so. <laughs> Absolutely true. you get one on a
1: bicycle. So th- they I, they put that now in the look same at that, league Carlos, as a I motor vehicle. Know.
2: Yes, yeah. it's a motor vehicle.
3: Horse is a motor vehicle. Okay. Carlos got his bicycle taken away by the police. It happens so often. No, my roommate did,
0: though. Oh. <laughs> Old roommate. Okay, not current, remain. My wife did not do that.
1: All right, we got one more here that we can. We
0: we got more than one. Let's see, which one do you want? Okay. Um
2: in hey, New last Hampshire, one, last one. in New Hampshire, it's illegal to drink in graveyards. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a bummer. In Vermont, it's illegal to drink in retirement homes.
3: <laughs> oh, now that's really? no, that is
2: a bigger travesty. That is
1: terrible. Oh, I don't
2: know, man. Yeah, that's a lie. That's not okay.
1: true. <laughs> oh, thank goodness, because I'm retiring to Vermont. So, right. I mean, like, uh, you I know, and anything. we've got a lot
2: more, so maybe we'll save those for All another right. another day. Sure. But in the, the meantime, meantime, what, is, okay, what so do we, so we have here? We have so we, some beers. We have David, our next round of pick?
1: beers. Uh, mine for this round uh, came from our pals at Lorelai, and they have a beer that they've been doing for a while. It's called the Belgian Honey Pot. It is a ten and a half percent alcohol by volume beer. Yes, it absolutely. Beer. By Carlos's standards, proper. It is a Belgian strong ale. Meets my That incorporates some honey. Yeah. And so it's it's a very rich um, experience. That's so that so yeah. I got to get a little of that for us.
3: Joe, what'd you do? The Godfathers of local beer, B and J's Pizza and Brew House. I it? walked up to them and said, Tell, "Give me the beer. What beer do you want us to talk about?" And they you selected. The Red me. IPA. It's an Imperial Red IPA. Carlos, buckle up. It's a nine point four. Okay. Here's the thing, though. I've uh, I'm familiar with the Red 9.4. IPA. Nine point four. That's yeah. what they told me. I wrote oh. I
0: wrote an article for the Ben Magazine. There you go. About the five best craft beers in uh, in Corpus, and the Red IPA was one of them. Nice. So uh, me and the Red IPA go back. And okay. you're,
1: gl- you're glad to see it make an appearance here, I bet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am. So, as aforementioned. I am a, uh, I'm a haze boy, mm-hmm. so um, I don't want to say that I'm the reason this beer exists. Okay. Ooh. I don't want to say that, okay. but I'm going to say that um, because <laughs> He's corpus favorite for uh, yeah is. corpus. He's so corpus for about a year, about I think I want to say every other time I walked into Rebel Toad's tap room, I looked Hector dead in the eyes and I said, "When are you gonna give me some haze?" And he uh, <laughs> every time he said, "I've got the recipe. I'm going to do it someday. I'm going to do it someday." And the more time went on, the more aggressive I became, uh-huh. and the more uh, impatient I became. Yeah. And then we had haze, and now and now you brought it to us. Yeah. I can't so wait to Hector, hear your you're opinion. welcome. Yeah. For uh, and Carlos, thank you. <laughs> for, look at what he's done for. For inspiring us. this, um, everyone at the brewery festival, you're welcome. Right. Go try the liquid haze. I tried to get him to name it the coop. Then he wouldn't do it. Uh, sorry. Nice. you win some, you lose
3: some. If he had okay. named it the Coop, that would truly be a strange brew. It would be a strange. Ah, brew. Ah, nice segue. Thank you. Jokes. Let's go in. So the second film we're going to discuss today is Strange Brew. Do you guys mind coop, talk coop, about it coop, a little bit? <laughs> We're going to have to go back in time for some context here. Talk about the film, Yozer. What do you guys think, eh? Back in the late 70s, America had Saturday Night Live, and Canada created for themselves a copycat version of sorts, SCTV. And SCTV, we know, of course. a a copycat version that has ties to a prominent institution, Second
1: City uh, Improv Comedy Club. That's
3: right. And SCTV launched the careers of John Candy, Eugene Levy. Everyone. uh, Catherine O'Hara. And, of course, the stars, directors, and co-writers of Strange Brew, Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas. Yes. In the third season, we're talking 1980, 1981, right. the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Company, required the series to program at least two minutes of strictly Canadian content. Oh, those Canadians. Do you know why they did that? No. Because it began to be syndicated in the States. Okay. But the
0: commercial breaks in the States were longer, allowing for two additional minutes for the Canadian broadcast. And they decided to use those two extra minutes to... Uh, Talk about pro- Canada. Yeah, to program specific. Y'all, there has been about. some Googling going on well, around here. I like this.
3: I w- like this. Rick so Moranis and Dave Thomas said, for those two minutes, let's create a sketch with the most obnoxious, over-the-top Canadian... caricature. Yeah, caricatures of, uh, of, of being Canadian. And they created the McKenzie brothers, and that became SC. TV huge right like Wayne's World, you know Wayne and Garth you know huge Bob for SCTV. Dead. they even did a, a, a recording of, a, of an album called The Great White North that sold a million copies That's and that right. got, got them real popular rolling stone. they were on cover, the cover of, rolling, of stone rolling stone because of the popularity of this Dave little segment too. this little pop culture blip that occurred in the early, early 80s, and they got a movie deal out of it, mm-hmm. and they created Strange Brew, the movie we're going to talk about today. Now, that movie came out about two years after the million-copy record, so some of that popularity had waned, and it crashed at the box office. Uh-huh. Critically a flop. Cult classic, though. Over the years, yeah. It's become yeah. a little bit of a cult classic. Yeah. Now, the plot is thin. They get a job <laughs> at a brewery. What are you it, about? It, a goes, big. it goes Hold to on. the Be- best source
2: material
0: Be- you could do. greatest, work. History, of the We're English going language, to Hamlet, Elsinore. Say what? Yeah. Elsinore. Brewing. The plot is. The plot is Hamlet. I almost
3: said a bad word. <laughs> okay. The plot, it's, no smoking. the
0: bandit.
1: Okay. I'm about to say some bad hey, words. Hey, when beer is involved, why do we need plot? But within why, why this
3: 90 need? minutes of thin plot, you do have. Beer doesn't come with the film. Murder. Man. An evil psychiatrist played by Max, Max von Sydow, who's yeah. a great villain in this and in Minority Report. Intrigue, the, the most technologically the complete computer control room in the history of film. In the history of with film. Magical video games and psychiatric inmates that are hypnotized through music to play hockey. So that's all so presented <laughs> in the gym that is... Straight I want
0: to. Okay, I I did like this movie, but I want to understand what the nefarious plot was to like make people play hockey. To, against well, each other? it was it was about being able to control people. Hockey it, is their experiment. Out, their Experiment. doing. that part was crazy. That part and the <laughs> magical electricity was nuts but the magical electricity did yield a great moment where the guy appears and it says nice effects eh Uh and I I did uh, I did enjoy that this movie requires that you know who Bob and Doug McKenzie are though because because if not the first like 10 minutes of it don't make any sense they're just talking and they're sitting on their couch I love those first 10 minutes they are if you know who they are but if you don't know who Bob and Doug McKenzie are it's like yo what is going on what is happening in this movie yeah but you're watching them messing
1: around with the MGM
0: lion I mean I get it I get it that is smart it was smart expecting a normal movie that part is crazy oh yeah yeah you know that's what i'm saying but yeah. they're
3: setting you up immediately for you're gonna see something you've never seen before or yeah. we're gonna be super wacky and crazy right and, and Rick they Moranis try to drinks
0: six thousand gallons of beer or something <laughs> <laughs> right he, he has a he has a viral a violet Beauregard type situation yes right. he does uh, right yes. which i mean at that point in the movie i i was i was in oh, yeah I, I was in i was in
1: Good, good. Okay.
0: Good. Well, I'm glad. See, this is. Exa- I was. I was
1: a little bit worried because again, I knew. I knew this was going to be. I tough. figured
3: Carlos would hate both of these movies. Yes, because me too. of their very distinct cultural moments right. of them for an experience of time that he did Street not live. But through. this
2: one is different it's in that different. it has these two characters, right? And even if you're not immediately familiar with them, then they, like they transcend the time right. in a way that Burton Reynolds yeah. being a big
3: star does not. At two all. Canadian morons that use let's say, ho- you know, they invented I think the term hoser as they've, far they've as
0: never been a part in their lives. And there's a point in the movie right. where they that's are separated yeah. for the first time in their entire <laughs> lives. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow.
1: opera so well, music and crying. Which is the older brother? I can't remember. Who knows? Did they ever establish that? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's either Bob or Doug. <laughs> yeah. Feeding the dog beer. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's... Oh, you know. He saves the, the world. The, yeah, yeah. Say, yeah, saves the world And the, and the dog off. with the K. Oh, my gosh. It's like... And I wish I taken see David Ritchie earlier. out there, and I'm thinking Paul Dooley. You got to appreciate his presence. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. I wish they had yeah. taken the absurdity to that level earlier in the film, though, because when the dog starts flying, it's like, okay. <laughs> I
1: mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, first, okay. first, Rick flying becomes dogs. like
0: a 24 foot tall. Beer-filled individual, then the dog flies. If they had who's done that, who's really got to st- take a leak? Who's really oh, got to really take a leak? Take Puts a leak. out a fire. Ever since I saw this film,
2: I've used the phrase, "I've got a piece so bad I can taste it." <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that. That's so, so
3: I'm hearing Good from movie. The, the three of you guys that y'all love the Strange Brew experience. It's it, fun, it, man. It, well, it, it sur- lives sur- up to its, its surreal, reputation as a beer-soaked, wacky. cult movie. I
0: mean, it's over the top.
1: I, I think if you appreciate surrealist humor and love just seeing what can be done with these two guys who, who are clearly great improv uh, comedians. It, it's just, I don't know. I mean, it's a great experience.
3: Have any of y'all watched Wayne's World recently? Yes, yes. Does yes. it hold up?
2: Yeah. Of I, course. Not as well, I don't think, yeah. um, but it does hold up, I w- think. Wayne's and World is, is much character. more scripted, though. I mean, yeah. like, it, it has... I, th- I'm not, like, th- I think this film holds up better for what it wa- what it is because yeah. it's so ridiculous and over the top, and there's, like... No one in the same way as like Alice Cooper is in that Wayne's World, I don't think, and which just has all this I'm really gonna, bad rock and roll. I, I
3: hate to take a minority opinion, but I didn't like Strange Brew back then. I never got it. I didn't okay. think it was funny. I think Hoser five times is funny, 50 times isn't. The plot, you're not Cut supposed to care about it, but it's the just... The
0: word Hoser gets funnier every time it's spoken. Mm,
3: no. <laughs> this movie didn't, doesn't do it for me in a way that I can't explain that this humor just doesn't match what I like. You're wrong. Yeah,
0: That's just fine. I, I can be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it's not an opinion that you have. You're objectively <laughs> correct. <laughs> well, I, I didn't feel well, does this I d- mean I didn't feel that strongly about this film. I shouldn't take that position.
2: Does this mean this is the greatest film ever made about beer? Oh, I
3: don't think that we've even begun to
2: be yeah, able to I, I, I come to like that I feel like we're going to have to,
1: I mean, it, I mean, Carlos was mentioning just really. before we started recording, uh, you know, more recent entries into this beer and movies yeah. uh, category. Well, if
2: that this is created.
0: the
1: first bracket, though, it's the winner.
2: Yeah, That's what yeah I'm for, if we're yeah. starting a playoff here.
1: Yeah, it, 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 I, yes. I, I certainly, I would feel much more. Co- I would show Strange Brew to somebody who's never seen it before, maybe with a little bit. Yeah, so you'd
0: have a hard time before, before I would do Smokey and the Bandit. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I agree. Oh, this I agree one, the opposite. this one wins this I, round of the playoff. Okay. And we'll see how far it makes it in the tournament. All right. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Now, as far as the beer goes, oh, I haven't even at? tried these yet. Well, you better yeah. freaking get some. <laughs> Someone <too let's laughs> start talking. I mean, You're doing, doing you, too much talking, talking show. time.
1: All right. Well, I will say, you know, starting off with the uh, Lorelei, the Belgian honeypot. Yeah. It's been a while since I had had it. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. You
0: didn't have it at their three-year anniversary? I did not. I stuck mm. with it. The, they had those special that's, beers that they did. That's when you should have had it because it's better on nitro. Oh, it's right. Fanta- You're it's right. I've had on it nitro. on nitro before. It's I great. do like
1: it better, yeah. But it, but it's really good, it's, even it, with the yeah, it's I mean,
0: yeah, it's not bad normally, but the nitro takes it to the next level. Good beer, though. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Not as much honey as I would like. What do you want to move to, guys? From B&J's, the red IPA.
1: A hefty IPA. Yeah. A, a, I mean, I would call it a double IPA at 9.5%. That's got to be, you know, definitely imperial IPA territory. It's, you know, it's interesting. It's got a much... It's got a lot of Uh multi-character. I don't get a ton of, of hops in there, but it's enough. It's enough. I like it. It's a balanced beer. You'll it's sometimes
3: you'll sometimes lose that when they go to the double. When they go to right. those high ABVs, yeah. you'll right. sometimes lose that aspect of it. So I'm not going to knock points off of their score, so to speak, right. for that. But it's a beautiful color. I know you can't see it where you're listening, and um, you can see it on our Instagram. And they've got a new brewmaster over there who's doing some really good things, and I'm I'm, I'm excited. This red IPA is uh, is solid. I, I'd drink this again. Very nice.
0: Yeah, it's 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 good, and it, the the abv is very deceptive based on the the hot profile of the actual beer you wouldn't expect it right. to be nine uh okay now back Being back to, back mine, to the, the haze. haze
1: well yeah and and the beer that uh, apparently one of the uh co-hosts of this podcast inspired created no i made this beer C- pr- practically created where would hector be if Hector he take a vacation
0: have. here comes carlos yeah. i mean I'm not taking
3: credit for Rebel Toad's
1: success. (laughs) 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 But if you're giving it to me, I'll take
3: it. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to... So, Carlos, what did you think of the beer that you created?
1: The beer you inspired.
0: (laughs) You inspired. You were his muse. Let's let's face it. Good beer. Uh, This one, as opposed to the Lorelei one we had earlier, I think I mean, okay, so granted... One is called a hazy IPA. One's just called a New England IPA. Right. Now, granted, the hazy thing came from the New England thing, but they are at this point a little different. Uh, yeah. Because the hazy thing really is doubling down on the juice and the citrus and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So I can't knock the manatis, but this is juicier. A lot juicier yeah. to me. It's also hazier. And way hazy. It's opaque.
3: Yeah. W- we. Um, it's a great w- beer, though. What I, I, what I do like about I it. I drink a lot of it. What I do like about it. Uh, is it's got a very hoppy, grassy at yeah. the end. Yeah, and I, it and does. Uh, yeah, as a hophead, I enjoy that bite. Yeah, they did a good job with this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sticks around. Hector, you you're welcome. Too. It's good. Um, well, I think we
1: we've had a lot of beer here yeah. We've talked a lot about a lot of beer in movies yeah. We've
2: got a little sweat going on I don't know, do you guys? I've seen yeah, yeah, you're I mean, It's sun, a warm right? day This, is, this, is, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is
1: one of those March days in Corpus Christi where you're like I wish they could proud to a,
2: be a Corpus yeah. Christi you are literally a stone's throw away from the water We live in the most beautiful sea. city
3: in Texas and we're going to put up a lot of photos of this event on our social media yeah, There's all kinds yeah, of different ways to find those photos
0: When I get too drunk, I can throw up in the bay later That'd be awesome
3: Absolutely. You do, not, you in, do not fall
0: in. Someone do here
2: that. will fish you out.
0: Yeah, they will. because it's Friendly.
2: I, I, will personally fish you out.
0: Uh,
1: but, um, well, and maybe even before we point, folks. Okay. Let's, let's thank the thank you, Corey. The uh, third annual Corpus Christi Brewery Festival. You guys having fun at here? the Corpus
3: Christi Brewery Festival? Who's having fun? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's there right. We That's there we go. Right. There we go. Cheers.
0: Cheers. Yeah, I want to thank Corey from Lazy Beach for helping us uh, get on. All the on, folks get, at all get the breweries. In yep. Every brewery Really for excited beer, to get to try
1: some of the other beers from yeah. some of the Texas breweries they brought in. Yeah, yeah
0: I'm going to I'm gonna go to Weathered Souls, even though I've had the beer I'm going to get from them 100 times already. You're going to love it again. I'm going to love it again. And there's some new ones that I haven't tried. I haven't tried the the Valley ones. Shouts out to the Valley. Yeah, Because right. they're starting to get a crap beer scene there. Very cool, like. very uh, cool. But yeah, so... Uh, that does it for us. But if you uh, are mad at me for my take on Smokey or mad at David <laughs> because he's wrong and I'm right, uh, <laughs> it, you can find us on Twitter at beer movie show. You can find us on Instagram at beer in a movie. You can find us on Facebook.com slash beer in a movie TX. And of course, uh, as always, beer in a movie podcast.com. Uh, if you're listening to this on Apple rate review, subscribe, please write out a review for us. If you can give us five stars, which we already know that you're going to do. And, uh, Keep an eye on all those social media pages because we will try to give you a heads up about the movies that we're going to do so you can see them before you listen to the episode. And uh, hopefully we continue to do some of these live events and still talk ab- and in our normal episodes, talk about great movies, uh, drink great beer, and maybe uh, even continue to have some uh, great guests on as right we on. have a few times in
2: the past. But uh, until next time. Remember, it's always better on Nitro. <laughs>